Time now for another pre-show interview from the NoCo Hemp Expo leading up to the show coming up March 29th and 31st at the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And with that said, we're talking to our next guest who's being featured on the program. Uh, her company was one among the first to help support the nascent cannabis industry with legalization in Colorado over a decade ago as she spent 12 years of politics, 20 years of specialty chemical sales, worked to become intimately involved in shaping, advising, and educating the cannabis industry within to mirror what tr traditional food and dietary markets might require. Uh, the company that she represents, it's been, you know, since 1951, they've been in operation. There's... So joining me now is the CEO of Rocky Mountain Reagents, Liz Geigelman, here on our coverage of NoCo Have Expo. Thanks for being with us. It's nice to see you today. How's it going? Doing good. Thanks for making time to join us. Glad to have you on. So, again, you're an OEM manufacturer producing custom product lines for several companies. Uh, everything from custom labeling, current inventory to custom product development, formulation, packaging, and labeling. Uh, talk to me about what it is right now today that is has you attached with so many different cannabis companies working with them on various uh, various uh, avenues, from there to Pioneer Forensics and Scientific Solutions with Trusted Outcomes. Sure. Uh, so Rocky Mountain Regions was established in 1951. Um, since then, we've been in seven different verticals, including aerospace, wastewater treatment, uh, forensic chemistry, um, in the last 15 years, we have put a lot of focus into cannabis because we do have experience as specialty chemicals feeding into the pharmaceutical market and the food grade market. And so we had a special um, knowledge base to come to the cannabis market with. So since the beginning of le uh, legalization here with the uh, medical market 15 years ago and the rec market 10, uh, we've been pretty... Um, We've been advocating and educating in this market to make sure that you're using clean chemistry um, so that you make sure that your tinctures, your gummies, all of your extraction is going to be uh, pure and kind of meeting those expectations as we head towards federal legalization. Um, so that's kind of what we do. Um, two of our brands are 710 Spirits, which is all of the chemistry that goes from taking a plant into a product, so all of your extraction chemistry, we do all of the chemistry for uh, for testing. Uh, so all, all your testing laboratories buy their chemistry from us. And then we recently acquired Cannabis Kitchen Supplies. So now we can do all of the equipment, all of the extraction equipment. We can do all of the kitchen uh, supplies and equipment like gummy depositors, mixers, those types of things. And so with that, we've really been trying to help the industry understand what it's what it takes to make really quality um, products um, that's going to pass uh, some of the regulations in multiple states as we move towards that angle. Now, one of the areas you're going to be talking about, you're going to be, spe be speaking on Thursday, March 30th, uh, during the Business and Investment Conference track. Uh, it's called Welcome to the Advocacy and Policy Conference. And one of the things you're very much uh, talking about, the fact that we're talking about with buying companies, is that there's an importance you find from uh, of buying from ancillary companies supporting the industry either by education or advocacy. Can you elaborate on that? Sure. So a few years ago in 2019, I started a kind of a coalition called the Canna Consortium. And it's a group of ancillary companies that came together because we all do something a little bit extra for the industry. What we saw, I mean, I've gone to like 65 trade shows at this point. And what I saw along the trail was there were a lot of companies that had a fantastic logo or a fantastic website, but they really weren't here for the industry. They were here to kind of make money off of the industry. So I got together this group of ancillary companies because I believe that if you're going to 
you know, so many people on the front line are fighting the regulations or, or trying to to get the regulations to reasonable levels, working with politicians, working in D.C., lobbying, and none of the ancillaries seem to be kind of following that same track. So it felt like the front line, the MSOs, you know, the the, the people producing the products were the ones that were kind of paying that price for uh, for the federal legalization or state legalization, and the ancillaries weren't really doing their part. So now that's kind of my mission is to make sure that ancillaries are part of this. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply because we're never going to get to a point where we have real regulations to, to handle all of these things, to, to go to the FDA and say, this is what we're going to do with CBD, to go to, to Congress and say, this is what we're going to do with marijuana if we don't all stand together. And I think it's really important for um, consumer-facing brands to really look at their suppliers and make sure that they also are standing with them as you know allies on this front. You know, I look at uh, kind of the state market and state regulatory as the battle, but the federal um, regulatory state is the war. And if we're not all standing together to to move cannabis forward. Um, we're not going to ever get this thing done. And so it's really important for me. And I look at my suppliers also when we talk about other industries. Are you supporting this industry? Are you educating? Are you advocating? Are you helping to get legislators in office that are going to help push this legislation? And if not, then are you know, you're kind of defeating yourselves in some ways. You are preaching to the choir. <laughs> and I got to unpack a couple of things. Number one, compliance. I love what you've done in Colorado in terms of being a part of trying to get standardized testing and manufacturing protocols. The Colorado have an advancement management plan uh, with, with Governor Polis on, on board helping with that. And then there's various areas, obviously, uh, Jimmy mentioned being on the board of directors for the NCIA. Of course, uh, you were all with Bethany over on our NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice back in 2018. Yes. And you've worked with the Marijuana Industry Group, the Colorado Hemp Industries Policy Committees. The idea is that you know, we talk a lot about compliance, especially over in the our, my, the sister program here, Blood Business. I thumped that over and over. And the one thing I noticed is that just in the last couple of weeks, we've talked about compliance from the areas of being able to go ahead and give the best overall certification or the approval or just 
showing the, the absolute certificate, not the certificate analysis, not so much other things, because there's, there's that, there's good manufacturing, good manufacturing practices have been talked about, instilling into the space as well. Finding certain things where the right people are involved to make sure we're policing ourselves and showing the public that we are policing ourselves. That's something that must be really tough. And one of the things you talk about is that, uh, you know, supporting companies, it's the frontline committee has been foot, footing the bill that you make mention of, and it's time the supporting companies play in the, play in the, in the conversation and carry some of that weight. I love yeah. that you say that. And yes. that is something that's very important. Plus the policymakers communicating with them, getting them on board. I mean, there's only so much can be done through the governorship and where Colorado has gotten, has been, let's put it like this, and I make this point a lot of times, Go uh, to me, uh, Senator Chuck Schumer, saw Colorado as the testing ground if cannabis is going to be good, if we're going to be legalized. And from a federal standpoint, he's been championing it, trying to get something passed along with uh, Senators Wyden and Booker. We've talked about that. Those areas, you're on the front line and you've actually been doing the work collaborating and gathering companies together to get this compliance done and to work with policymakers from a state level. What about on the federal level? What can be done that you've already done from a bigger scale? So um, for the last year and a half, I've been part of a group called the National Cannabis Laboratories Council. And we've taken 48 laboratories across 18 states and taken all the blind data. And, and then we took all of the state regulations for every kind of product you can imagine. And we broke it down regularly or um, specification by specification and said, is this necessary? And we came up after 18 months with a 53 page white paper of all of the things that we believe nationally should be tested for, whether it be a concentrate, a, a suppository, um, you know, flower. We, we came up with a list of standardized, um, harmonized, harmonized standards uh, for the feds. And now we've got ASTM on board with what the work that they're doing. We've got another organization that's looking at national accreditation of uh, cannabis laboratories. So between the three organizations, we have written multiple papers to bring all of this together. And so now we're going from state to state in conference to conference to talk about this because we literally can lay these three documents with our three organizations at the FDA's feet and say, here you go, guys, and here's all the data to to justify what we're saying. So you guys don't have to go through all that work. We've already done it. And we're continuing to collect blind data from all of these sources as other things arise. Because as you know, you know, people, you know, when in some states you've got 50 pesticides, in some states it's seven pesticides you're testing for. So what are the ones that we're really looking at? And and things change constantly. And I think that's the biggest issue for a lot of our, our consumer-facing brands is trying to keep up with all these regulations, but especially in the hemp industry, how can you move product across state lines when you have so many state regulations and they're changing almost every six months? So being able to lay that in front of the FDA and say, hey guys, it's time for you guys to do something about CBD in particular. You've had since 2014, the time is now, and here's what we know, here is the facts, and this is science-driven you know, data that we can provide to you for that. Um, so that's one of the groups I would strongly recommend because having the FDA do this doesn't require an act of Congress. It doesn't require anything. It just means the FDA takes a position and enacts it. That is the easiest way to, for us to move forward. And then that will give us a baseline for marijuana in the future. Yeah. And most importantly, we need the FDA, the FDA to finally go ahead and 
maybe the cannabis industry finally needs to start being proactive and just say, look, we don't need you to go ahead and take, you know, uh, comments from the public anymore. You did everything what you did in 2018. We let, with the bill passed, we had no implementation, no guidance whatsoever. So for 2023, when we implement again and it gets renewed, okay, FDA, we're going to give you the blueprint. We're going to give you the blueprint. All you got to do is green light it. How about that? Yeah, and with the CHAMP initiative that Governor Polis um, did here, the Colorado Hemp Advancement Management Plan, I mean, that was comprehensive, bringing over 200 stakeholders together in every, you know, in every aspect of it, from labeling to compliance to transport to safety to, I mean, it had, it's, it's one of the most comprehensive documents out there that really highlight this. And then we have these other documents, but putting it all together in one program and saying, here you go, guys, you got it. Let's just do this and be done. Yeah, we don't need Robert Calf, the commissioner of the FDA, to be going in front of Congress. Let's go to another committee in the House, in the House, uh, and and go and speak about why you haven't done anything. I love what you're saying here. Let's get the blueprint done. Let's just take the Colorado blueprint, instill it for the federal end, so the FDA has built this time around 2023 gets implemented. We have guidance. Bad actors will be taken out of the market. Yep, and everybody can follow the same rules. Yeah. And we can do interstate transfer. I mean, that's the other part here, you know, especially for the CBD companies. I mean, being able to move, you know, if you have a drink or of one specific product, like, you know, a particular gummy or a particular nutritional supplement, being able to move that across state lines and not, you know, not play in this weird gray area um, and constantly trying to keep up state legislation is um, is going to be vastly important. For getting uh, getting the good actors to be able to um, promote their products and move forward, and imagine if this if this all got put together, oh, what a wonderful world! And then maybe cannabis. You know what? That whole three to five year uh, forecast that I had that I think we're going to get maybe we we'll, maybe we'll see that legalization, federal oversight across the board in three to five years. Maybe it'll be less than that. Wouldn't that yeah, be wouldn't that be lovely? <laughs> Great, that would be fantastic. This is wonderful. Oh, my God. Well, I wish we had more time, but we're going to keep it short because we need people to go and meet you over at NoCoHeb Expo. And yes. again, you're going to be speaking Thursday, March 30th. Uh, yes. And then we do have our the Canna Consortium booth, which is 16 of our ancillary partners who all are who are all playing in, in saying the same message I am saying, which is be a part of it. You know, make sure that your suppliers are a part of the conversation, that they're they're on the battlefields with you guys. And that, um, that's the biggest, five, the biggest thing five, that we can do right now. Kenneth Consortium booth 525. Make sure to go visit with Liz and her team there. And by the way, let's get this conversation going right here. And let, let's just spurn it and get it bigger and bigger. Let's get it going. I love this idea. This is a great plan. Uh, Liz Adam right. again, CEO of Rocky Mountain Reagents and also uh, working with uh, 710 Spirits. Kenneth Consortium, you have a whole lot that you're working on. And thank you for making time to be at the show. And thanks for all the good work you've done. Well, thank you so much. You have a lovely day. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. 
Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.